What's going on, people? This is Ives. This is Kyra, Kyra. And this is episode, I believe, six of the Ives and Kyra show. You keep jumping, man. It's episode five. Well, my bad, my bad. You know, one's there. <laughs> just, just, just us with Stride, innit? I didn't know um, what it was properly, but as you can understand, my head's reeling a little bit. Mm-hmm. We lost a great one. Definitely. You know what I mean, well, God so loved the world. That he gave us a good clip. Yep, the late great neighbourhood Nip. Where's the piece Nipsey Hustle? So today's episode is really a dedication, isn't it? That's it. It's more somber than anything. Ooh, great time. I like how you timed that in there. You yeah. done on purpose, isn't it? Nah, not even. And then after, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, we're listening to dedication. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he's deaf. You know, I want to touch on a few things about that. Yeah, it definitely struck a chord in me because, well, for one, I've never cared for somebody like a celebrity. No on that of, on that level. On that level. So especially when they die, I don't really care, but yeah. no disrespect. But when Nipsey that hit me, it felt like a it feels like a relative. No, I feel I feel you. I, I was really, really hit by it and I suppose like especially in the first week I was quite low. And I remember yeah. thinking to myself, well, if I'm feeling like this and I didn't even know him personally, imagine how Imagine how his family was, feeling like his friends, his family. But that's the true definition of influence. He's the perfect form of influence. Someone that you don't even know can touch you the way that he did. Do you know what I mean? What do you think it was that made it so touching? For me, I've been following Nipsey from young since Bullets Ain't Got No Names. Like he was, what, 19, 20? And that made me, what, 15, 16, I've been following Nipsey. When I first heard of Nipsey. And I started taking him more seriously when I... I thought it was good bullets and got no names, all the volumes, the Slauson boy. But then when I started listening to Crenshaw, summer 2011, when I heard Crenshaw, when I was... 2013, sorry, actually. Summer 2013, when I flew out to US and uh, Neil, shout out to Neil, put me onto Crenshaw again. And that made me just fall for Nipsey's music again. Obviously, yeah. ran through LA. This is bumping that Nipsey as well. We went to go see one of our other guys who was out there for a year. I just thought, nah, you know, listening to him. Shout out, Josh. Shout out Josh, obviously, come on, shout out Josh. <laughs> and, you know, um, when I, I took Crenshaw and I started becoming addicted to it, it became a ritual, that song. Like, it provided so much inspiration and motivation for me. In my case, I remember there were times I was feeling low, I would bump on Crenshaw straight away and, you know, it done a lot for me. Yeah, I see, absolutely. Seeing how you grew to, uh, you know, from, from Bullets Ain't Got No Names to Crenshaw to Mailbox Money to Victory Lap. His rise has been phenomenal as a businessman, as a philanthropist, and just as someone who cares about the community as well as music. So. Like someone who talks the talk and walks the walk mm. as well. To be honest, I think um, it's mad. I guess like we, we need to probably step back a bit. Like, How is it that we describe this situation? So for those of you who don't know or who aren't aware, um, Nipsey Hussle is basically a rapper. Um, African American, African American, gang, 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 gang. African man, next door and that, <laughs> next door and that, bloodline and that. Um, so yeah, and he's from LA, South Central. Well, he was from. Hear me talking about him in present tense, but yeah, he was from South Central LA, Crenshaw and Slauson to be exact, and he was unfortunately killed on March the thirty first. That's correct. And it's mad. I think for me that will be a date that will always stick in my head. I remember it's mad. Like when I got the news, because like I've and I'm also a big fan, or I was a really still am. I think I'll always be a great I'm fan. Always be I a even great. want a picture yeah. of him in the yard somewhere, like one hundred percent. But yeah, anyways, I go on a tangent. I basically was going out with my mate that night, and um, I saw a video. I went onto YouTube. I remember I was out in Berlin at the time went onto YouTube and then I saw a video of him come up first thing because that's like how much I sent to him in it or watch his video. So anyways, I sent it to myself because I couldn't watch it at the time as a reminder to watch it later. 
So, anyways, the next morning I'm getting messages in like, oh my god, Nipsey, and I just thought I sent the message out as a broadcast. Yeah, and people yeah. are reacting to that. Like, I'm not thinking something's actually happened to Nipsey, innit? No, you don't. Nipsey's superhero. Nipsey's yeah. superman. You know what I mean? He's it's a neighborhood hero. Like, you don't think things happen to people. And it's you that so confirmed much. it. You posted it up on social media. Yeah, I remember I was chatting to on my phone to my boy. I was on yeah. the phone just talking, and he was like, oh, yeah, some, a rapper got shot. I was thinking, oh, what rapper got shot? I was thinking, oh, it's this any Tom, Dick, Harry, Kodak, Black, or whatever. Just, who, who was it? And yeah, that was a bit of shade as well. Um, Controversial. And then he's at Nipsey's house, so I was like, what, Nip? Nip? I remember saying that like four or five yeah. times. What, Nipsey? Nipsey Arsenal, are you yeah. sure? I went on um, Twitter, as you know, breaking news there, and yeah, everyone was confirming it. Everybody yeah. was saying, yeah, this was shot, this was shot. I was thinking, my God. And they, didn't com- they confirmed someone died, but they didn't confirm who. Okay. So, you know, when, uh, but then I started thinking that Snipsy down. I, unfortunately for me, I saw the video of him laying down. That's a bit crazy. That's yeah. something that I find a bit crazy, the fact that, like, a man's death has been so accessible as well. Like, so the footage of it, that's crazy. Because he calls you him standing up to going down. That's that's the bit that's, that bugs me the most. Mad. I don't like looking at people's deaths anyway. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It happens. But I think more it touches you more. Of course, you're going to have that bias. It touches yeah. you more when it's someone you actually rate highly. Like, I don't care for any celebrity in a way which I care for Nipsey. I mean, no disrespect, but if someone from a UK, someone from UK like that or anyone else, definitely have the same impact from me. I definitely mean, I hear what you're saying. I don't want to get into a thing of, like, comparing. No, I'm not going to compare. But then but at the same time, like, when I... When I did get the news, going back to when I did get the news, I remember it was that first thing in the morning and I like I was really emotional afterwards. And I have had that thought to myself, like, is there any other artists that I've followed their journey more so? And I, I no. Nope. Like yeah. I was following Nipsey before Lauren yeah. got involved, like him and <laughs> got involved. No, no, no. Before him and Lauren you became what, a thing. You're trying to shoot your shot in a couple of years. Nah, so. I really loved yeah. them two as a couple, man. Yeah, Come on, yeah. man. They were blatant soulmates. They were dope, yeah. But um and they just seemed due with it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just real. But yeah. Yeah, no, I've been following Nipsey for time. Like, you also, like, put me on. But he put me on before. No, it was O'Neal and my boy Bilal. And it was, like, first year uni. And I got put on to Blue Laces. That was the first year I listened Blue Laces, to. yeah. And See, I, that's for song, some reason, I felt it. Like, yeah, it just touched I mean, I'm going to tell you now, Blue Laces, Blue Laces 2, all those ones, they touch me a lot more now than they yeah. did when he was alive, innit? And, yeah, it's just, it's just so many more questions than answers about his death, I think, which bugs me the most. I mean, obviously, for those who follow Nipsey, you know, he was a proud rolling 60s neighbourhood Crip. The Crip gang, you know, from the Crips and Bloods. Nipsey was a proud member. However, what made him so dope was that he managed to unify a lot of the gangs and the neighbourhoods together. He, he amassed so much respect that he was able to go through all the he different neighbourhoods. I made songs with Bloods, yeah. Pyrus, Street Kings, Latin boys, the Latin gangsters and all that. So... Nipsey was well. He he, he was a, as Snoop Dogg said. He was a peace advocate. So you know, it's when you lose that kind of influence, that kind of power, it destabilizes the order that we have. But um, I'm seeing a lot of people seem to be coming together. Yeah. In the aftermath of his which passing, which is which has been a great thing to see. Like I've been seeing people tying up red and blue bandanas to each other. Yeah. And so on and so forth, and obviously, like the change that we would like to see isn't going to happen overnight but that is still massive it's that thing right death has a lot more death is a lot more impactful than life Mm. life we take it for granted it's only when it's gone you realise how powerful it was so we'll get touch on to that a bit later whether it was a conspiracy or not if they were looking for a gang war they definitely didn't get that if anything I believe this will now unify and push people more to being great I don't, to be honest I don't potential. know how I feel about the conspiracy things I'm not quite sure what to make of that to be fair because 
both both sides of the story seem tangible. I mean, see it this way, whether that was um so I don't know. Whether it was conspiracy, whether it was not, it's the same issue we've been having for a while in our communities, right? A black person killing another black person. A same crab in a barrel mentality, except it took away someone's life. And I think what just makes it worse is that Nipsey was about everything he said, right? That's why I, I think for me that's why I loved him so much. He was about everything. What he would said. you say? So, if you for the, the our listeners who perhaps don't know much about Nipsey, what would you say that Nipsey was about? In your opinion? family, community, mm-hmm. faith. It was all of that. Family, <coughs> and mentioned the thing about like the Rolling Sixties and stuff. Yeah, and he, was a, he was a hood. Like, how he was a proud. He was a proud hood boy. Like he was. When you're from the hood. You are proud of where you're from, regardless of what it is, it defines you, it makes you. We're products of our environment. So while Nipsey was able to do all these amazing things, I love his authenticity. He never shied away from the fact that, yeah, he's a, he's a neighborhood nip, like, you know, he's a crip boy. Most videos you see, they'll always be throwing up the 60s sign. They'll always be showing respect, because that's the reason why he's from him. You know, he tried to remove that stigma of, oh, gangs are, gangs are this and that, gangs are violent and deadly. But to be honest, if you know the history of Bloods and Crips, they were neighborhood groups. It wasn't about that in the when they first to create came out. Protect yeah. neighborhoods. That's what yeah. it was. They were think of it as a neighborhood support group or neighborhood yeah. watch. That's what Bloods and Crips were. Yeah. Then, unfortunately, in the nineteen sixties, there was a bit of a beef between the two. A gang, like a little feud happened. Someone died, and that's what triggered a gang war between the Bloods and the Crips. But initially, they were all united in the nineteen sixties yeah. when um, Tookie Williams and Ray Washington came yeah. together to make it. So. Yeah. Nipsey was bringing that back. See what I'm saying? So he was, he was uniting all of the gangs and. You know, I, while I do believe in my heart, conspiracy is a bit far fetched. It, it's feasible. It's feasible. It's definitely yeah. you could definitely look at the situation after you know weeks have gone by now. If you look at it now, you you won't be forgiven for thinking. I mean, you won't be punished for thinking that could this have been a sub? Could this Perhaps. have been a, a take that? Because again, you make more money causing divide and hate than you would people uniting each other. It goes back to what I was talking to you about Gustav the Bond, the writer, who said the crowd started in popular mind. And it's easier to control people that are divided than that. Are. Because united, they're unstoppable. And that's what Nipsey was on his way of doing, so who knows? Now for police, well, the first, the first group of people that they're saying are the ones responsible, the police, right? Mm-hmm. Police love a gang war, give them something to do, pumps them in more money to go and stop what they're doing. But that's not what's happened, is it? But that's not what's happened, no. So if, that's the, if it was a conspiracy and that's what the police were hoping for, they're definitely not going to get that. I believe, if anything now, people are going to unite and fight even more for a greater good and a greater cause. Because mm. people are going to honour Nipsey's legacy because there's that respect. And if they're going to honour it, that means they're going to unite. They're gonna I mean, we can, we can only hope for long-lasting changes because the, the issues out there are deep-rooted. Oh, yeah, very, very deep-rooted. Because even if it was, the fact is a black man still shot another black man. And you know the significance of that other black man that he shot. What do you think about um, O.J. Simpson's Chris Darden, basically, the guy Cal- who He's the before... couch chaser. He's, he's chasing a big case, yeah. definitely. I mean, look, imagine how much money and fame and fortune you got during the whole O.J. situation. I, don't, I, I don't just know. find that mad. Like, why do you want to be public enemy for but, African-Americans? Like, but what then, is going on? Money, money, money doesn't no, discriminate. No, but still, like... Why would you not? Think, okay, think of most people, most people who are enemies, who are black coons. Think of most of them. A lot of them have got somewhat money, haven't they? Who? What? Think about some. Candice Owens, she got money, she's backed well. And more, more than not, most of them are always backed by a, a, a powerful benefactor. And you know what race this benefactor may be. Mm. Think about it. Why would they not? At the end of the day, they think they're doing something, they're just, they're just fulfilling another um, agenda by whoever's sponsoring them. 
Go back it's to slavery just, times. Why do why, why do we have those man. why do we have those coons? Why do we oh, have I those hear what you're saying, them? but like it's, it's just not a good look. Like it just looks a bit mad, and even the mm. way the whole thing has panned out has just yeah. been a bit mad. Like the alleged killer was found outside some sort of asylum, and now yeah. he's in solitary confinement. Did you what the... And it's just one of them ones where, like, obviously we know if my man was left out in the end, it would be peak for him. No, but did you hear what the Crips so... did? They activated um, sixty days, sixty nights. What does that? It's mean? a practice they do where they will murder absolutely anybody and anything related to the person that they're after. That's so apparently six members of his family have been murdered. Eric Holder and his uh, brother committed suicide. But they kept this quiet because out of fear of, of severe retaliation. Yeah, but like, what's that going to help What's that going to well? achieve? Nothing. I mean, people are acting on impulse and emotion, isn't it? Mm. Remember I told you about Americans, like, not all of them, of course, but the ones I've been around, a lot of them lack emotional intelligence. They're too impulsive. So now, now you're giving impulsive people a gun. Yeah. It's much deeper than just picking up a gun and shooting someone. That's not people's way of thinking. You're not just going to think that there's going to be Allegedly, triggers of stems. Allegedly, the killer was also, he had like mental health Yeah, but I'm not surprised. And I suppose, because at the, um, it wasn't his funeral, what was it, his celebration of life the other day. Lipsy, yeah, it wasn't his yeah, um, Basically, Stevie Wonder started raising up the gun laws talk, innit? Yeah. He linked this back to gun laws. And I guess, like, it kind of got me thinking that I guess to get a gun out in America is just far too easy. Oh, it's easy. My, it's like getting there. a packet of fags. When we was out there, me, me and O'Neill were talking to um, my cousin. And my cousin, he was a former Marine soldier. Now, he's now since retired and moved to Uganda. Um, he was telling us to get a gun is simple. You can buy it off a police officer for like $200. Mad. It's that simple to get a gun off uh, anyone. And you have to ask, how do these guns get there? I mean, that's another topic, another question. Some men are spending that on Crips. Exactly. That's spending that on Crips here, but that's how quick it is to get a gun. Because who in their right mind saying will pick up a gun and shoot someone? No, there must be some kind of in, in lack of lack of rationale, lack of intelligence to, to go No, but at the same time in America, I guess like for us, it's just so far-fetched because it's just not It's just something it's it's just not us, culture, but yeah. out there it seems to, it's a right. It's it? an like, amendment. It's like the right to bear arms. That's, that's what bears, that's what that's, the amendment says what is the bedrock of that country. So good luck trying to get rid of guns in the US. Yeah, nowhere. like that that debate it is. It forms the bedrock of that country. And I suppose I don't even get how it is this crazy, but that's also because I'm from here and I'm not from there. Yeah. I'd just like to say F Donald Trump. As I said, <laughs> yeah, I just to throw that in there. But um no, you're right, and you know, it's just it's so much troubling things. I mean, as much as I feel like, you know, I fall for Nipsey. Unfortunately, being a part of that life and doing that kind of stuff, it does make you a target. Of course, Nipsey probably knew he had enemies, hence why his last tweet was, having strong enemies is a blessing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He knew he had that enemies. He knew mad. that his life was always at risk. That was kind of mad. You see what I'm saying? So, and even the whole fact that like his kids are set up now and so on and so forth. He pre-planned. He I think pre-planned. He knew, I think he knew in his heart that I can get taken out in any, yeah. any given chance because... We live in a very chrythmic, a world that's run on chrythmic energy, right? So his wrongs that he may have done, which he probably did commit, you know, unfortunately, it may be catching up with him now. And again, I don't like to think that, I don't like to even say that, but the world has to balance out in some way, unfortunately. So, you know, maybe this was in the cards to happen. I wish it didn't. I really, really wish it didn't. Because there's no one in my generational time right now I can think of that could even have the same impact as Nipsey, but... It's a bit mad. Yeah, I mean, you know, do do you feel the same on that? Like, what do you think about that? No, I'm fully with you. Like, his impact is mad. And it's crazy because beforehand, I was a big Nipsey fan. No, I mean, sorry, impact. Yeah, no. That and the gang life stuff. Oh, I was going to say, but afterwards I realised just the scale of his impact. Like, Mm. since his passing, I never knew that he was on this level, to be honest. Mm. Um, In terms of the gang life playing a part in in his passing, I... (sighs) 
Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. That's that. Oh, that's quite hard because he seems to have been respected in the hood, and from what has been put out there afterwards, it's a thing where no one in the hood actually put a hit out on him. No one did. And they're making it out as if this was an isolated incident where this guy, guy was just hitting. But then him. there's always one, isn't there? There's always which one. I, which always. I hear, but what what I'm saying is like, can we really attribute that to hood life? Well, the guy who done it himself was a crip himself. Allegedly, he was a crip himself. So, if one gang member's taking out another former gang member, yeah, I mean, what else could you call it? You see what I'm saying? I mean, again, it could be anything. I mean, I was um, watching a Vlad interview that came out yesterday or the day before, and he was he actually interviewed a guy that was next to Nipsey that um, was shot because you remember the whole story was Nipsey went to go get clothes for a friend that had just yeah, come out of jail. So the guy spoke and he said oh, he didn't know Nipsey guy? like that. Yeah, the oh, same man. man. He said he didn't know Nipsey like that. He said, how can I have known Nipsey? If I was if I was in jail for 25 years, Nipsey would have been about 8, 7 years old and I would have been in my 30s. Yeah. You know what I mean? So how, I could, how does that make sense? That, yeah, so from what I understand from the meeting, because a lot of it didn't make sense. By the way, go on Vlad TV and check out if you want to. Um, he, he sounded like someone set up the meeting Nipsey was already there so Nipsey didn't just show up Nipsey was already inside the venue in the mm. complex he was already at the store and then he rolled up got something and then that happened it's as if someone knew Nipsey was slipping someone with yeah, Nipsey people are saying was slipping. that it was a setup. it was a setup. it sounds like a setup because the guy's story is not making sense however the guy could be lying because he's arrested now for associating with a known a gangster, which was Nipsey Hussle. So either he's lying. Have what? He yeah. got arrested for he that. He got arrested for that. But imagine he got shot, paralyzed, and now they're telling him you're under arrest for what? associating with a no gangster. So either he's lying. The way the laws are applied out in America, man. It's, it's a mess because either he's lying and saying oh, I don't know Nipsey to save his back, or he really didn't know Nipsey. Mm. So for me, it's starting to sound a bit like a setup. But as time goes by, more will unravel and unfold. This is too big of a story for it not to play out properly. Properly. This will go, this will go down the way. People will find the real truth. Do you think so? I guess, like, but then do you think it's going to be, like, another Tupac or Biggie situation? Nah, nah, people saw it. You know he's deceased. We know he's dead. Tupac, people still think he's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that enough. I've heard that enough. I personally think he's dead. There's no Machiavellian theory to it. There's no 777, no 721 stuff. But I just mean, like, no killers have been publicly identified in Ivar. Exactly, a Biggie or Tupac. But yet we know who killed um, Lipsy. However, there was also stories that the guy threw uh, his gun into a car and then the car drove off in the car park. So there's lots of things that don't make sense or add up yeah. to the story. Because Nipsey normally always travels with security. So the one day he doesn't travel with security, That's what it gets got. So someone in his circle must have told him that, yeah, it's calm. And then look what happened. No, I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. I don't know. Like, to be honest, I haven't really searched too deep into the story. I think a part of me doesn't really want to know too much about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like I'd rather just like listen to the music right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like it's just starting to get a bit too sticky. Like, 100%. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's just the saddest thing is that he's passed, but then there's the living as well. There's Lauren, yeah. there's his kids, there's the family. Yeah. I mean, his mum's amazing, by the way. His mum, his dad, his brother. Yeah. His family are amazing. Spiritually strong to the core, unbreakable, but... And you've got to deal, obviously, imagine what now Lauren has to deal with. It's unfortunate. So, quick question. Yeah. If you could recommend someone listening to any of his tapes, which two, I was generous there, 
Wits, because he's had 30 mixtapes. Wits has had quite a lot of mixtapes. Yeah, he's had 30 mixtapes and one studio album. Yeah. So out of those 14, which two... Crenshaw's definitely one of them. Would you recommend to someone who hasn't listened to I would say Crenshaw, which will put you on. Ritual Lap will see you off. And we'll do some work, yeah. Crenshaw and Ritual Lap. All these other stuff is dope. I have to agree with you. I slept on Mailbox Money for a long time, but that and was now I'm starting you. to properly yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. I messaged you the other day and I was just like, I feel he slept on yeah. Mailbox Money. Because it just randomly came on in my headphones. Yeah. Um but yeah, I would say I would say Crenshaw and Victory Lap. I think it shows the progression as well. Shows and the progression. I've, and I've always said that if I had a soundtrack of my life, Crenshaw would be on it. A hundred percent. Because it's just nostalgic for me. I know the stage of my life I was at. I know what I was doing. It takes me back to the long jazz from uni on the M way back to London. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd, yeah. I would listen to that mixtape religiously. Like, it was mad. For a long time still. 100%, 100%. So, you know, with that being said, it'll be Crenshaw, it'll be Victory Lap, but then of course you had a couple of nice tracks like Killer on the um, Bullets in Got No Names Volume 2, yeah, Hustle in the House, songs. Slouse and Boy, you know what I mean? Straight out of, what is it? Straight out of Slouse and the crazy motherfucking. We have mix. bangers, but I in terms of body of work. I up in the 60s. <laughs> I don't know, sorry, go on. No, I just meant in terms of body of works. Yeah, no, he has a nice body of work. Yeah. Very, very nice body of work. He's so. never put out a song that I thought is rubbish. I'm thinking, uh, I've never thought a Nipsey uh, tune is rubbish. No, I've always liked Nipsey songs. Yeah. Rose Click, and he's inspired so many people. Like People don't understand how many people he's inspired. Like, you know, more often than not, chances are, if you've heard a wavy rap song or rap tune or rap beat, Nipsey's inspired it. You'll find it in a lot of Nipsey's old tracks, that, that same beat that you're thinking, like Rose Click. Um, you know, Nines is um, intro with special. Nina and special, oh, yeah. Nina Rilla, G4 yeah. fans on the block with some killers. Yeah, it's Nipsey beats. So, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So Nipsey UK, had beats, though. Mm. Nipsey's production was a madness. Production, Rax in, He's up Rax there in the with currency for me. Definitely. And Rax in the Middle was a madness. I think that currency and Nipsey have the best beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah dope. especially independent artists as well. Both, I'm, mm. Both of them are independent, aren't they? Mm. I, mm. I'm not sure. Yeah, there are, aren't they? I, I know Nipsey so. was, but I think currency is independent as well. So, Saturday Night Drive, that was, that was wavy. Yeah. So, obviously, there's Bear Things. Sorry, I'm munching off a sweet like, with Bear Passion. Take some if you'd like to um, shout out Petrins. Done, <laughs> Shout out Boss Man, Buzz 39p. 39p, 34 pounds. Come that. on. Um, but yeah, no, basically, obviously, Nipsey's passing has raised up a lot of issues. Yeah, and one of the things that is raised up is basically this video started circulating of Kodak Black, the rapper, basically saying that something along the lines of speaking about how he'd give her a year to grieve and then speaking about basically being the best man that he could be for Lauren London, which a lot of people flagged up as being very disrespectful, very rude. People started saying that they were cancelling him and so on and so forth, right? Yeah. Is that a good summary? Yeah, that's a good summary. <laughs> so, um, flying about on the internet as I do, I came across this tweet and I wanted to discuss it here, basically get your thoughts. So it reads, Kodak Black's rape charges were public for years. His, his peers stayed silent. Men being vocal after his long and London comments show women are only cared for because of their proximity to men as a wife, mother or friend. They responded out of respect to another man, not to her as a woman. What's your thoughts on this? Nah. 
proximity. I mean, while I do agree that people are showing this favoritism, this bias, you're only going to support your favorite people. But I don't think it's proximity to being a wife or mother. I don't think that. That happens to be a reach. You think so? Yeah. I think it's bias more than anything. Like favoritism. People, people, people fuck with Nipsey. You know what I mean? When they heard about him, they rated him, listened to him, they you know supported him. No, but same but time, he's Kodak. got. Remember, Kodak's got countless rape charges. No, he has. He's scum. One or sex, sexual misdemeanor charges. Mm. And on top of that, remember he was making degrading comments towards young, young, younger men. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, and people were back. Don't get me wrong. It's only because so many more people have backed Nipsey than they have Lauren. Don't forget, not everybody knows Kodak's doing the, all these kind of things. It's favoritism, right? It's what people want to pump out and put out. It's what people are consuming. So while, yeah, Kodak was scum with what he did, it's because it's Nipsey, not because he's a man, though. It's because Nipsey has impacted a lot more people than, um, let's say, Young Ma has. He's influenced, but not because of the man. Because I'm sure if Kodak was doing this to... Um, let's think, imagine Kodak did it to someone like um, Beyonce. I bet it would probably get a lot more. Lot more impact, like dogging someone like I was talking to Young Mark, but if he done it about Beyonce, I'm pretty sure he'd be destroyed. Same way he doing it to, same way obviously he was doing it to Lauren London about um, but I don't think it's because of the Nipsey thing; it's just because of their own status. Because okay. Lauren's big herself, you know what I'm saying? Lauren's I hear what you're saying, but you know I just, saying? Uh, I think it does carry some weight. Mm. I think it does raise a conversation. But it does raise a conversation. No, you can't see it as that point. I'm not saying it's not entirely that. That's just my opinion. But you can definitely see it in that way as like a proximity thing. But for me personally, I think it's just the impact. Um, Nipsey was a lot more impactful, more known, do you know what I mean? Then, unfortunately, than the people he's aggravating, the people that he's in trouble for doing that stuff too. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you think it's going to have this whole cancelling of Kodak Black? Uh, it's going to have a cancel, lot of impact. Cancel Schmancel Hanselman. No one cancels no one. We're going to cancel people. Cancel Cardi B for, for drugging guys, yeah? Cancel her for that. Or, you know, cancel... Uh, cancel... Um, all, all countless other people that yes Jules and all those people that people still support even with their blatant racism and blatant BS or even cancel Jay-Z do you remember a couple of years before he became this pro-black guy don't forget all the stuff Jay-Z was siding and supporting um, there was a I forgot the name of it but there was a campaign which the, um, the company was working with uh, Neiman Marcus or one of them big ones one of the big organisations that Jay-Z partnered up with while he knew they were doing wrong to black people or just discriminating or being deep towards black people he didn't do nothing you see what I'm saying so we're going to be cancelled people, people time, can I hear choose what, what they want to cancel no but I hear what you're saying mm. and like especially in terms of people picking and choosing yeah. what they cancel but what this whole what aboutism doesn't really help anything no but like that's what you just did mm. do you know what I mean like what about I this get person that. Okay. what about but I then meanwhile, but then what's the, point the, the doing person, it? the other person isn't getting their just deserts. I, I get that, but then I'm playing favoritism as well. Yeah, I get that. So don't start saying, if we're going to say that, yeah, what about, what about? Hold everyone. Let's hold there. everyone account. That's what I'm saying. Hold but everyone. But then what then. if that Let's is cancel. what... Because that's the case, it's cancel everybody. But then what if that's the Rubbish. thing that makes people realise all the other things? Do you see what I mean? It's not going to stop nothing. Because look, people are still going to listen to R. Kelly. Yeah? yeah, people are still gonna fuck around fuck with he's Cardi still B. It he's in. still making money. You see what I'm saying? So it's no point. You can scream and shout. You want about cancelling, but is anyone really being cancelled? No, it's just a few couple, what hundred people, two hundred, three hundred people. No one's really cancelling no one. Let's be real. So I'm saying, let's be real. I'm just being the cancelling culture doesn't. Really it doesn't really. It's not holding weight. That's what my that's my point. Is it's not holding weight. So let's because so Gucci is supposed to be cancelled. Exactly. Don't forget what Gucci was before he went jail and found his found his mind. 
Don't forget what Gucci Mane was. No, like. I meant the brand. Sorry. Oh, sorry, I'm Gucci Mane as well. Also. Oh, he's supposed to be handsome. Think about what he was before. Uh, remember how he was? Remember that Manasi of Nicki Minaj? Mm-mm. How he was talking about it? Oh, yeah. Remember? Oh, yeah. We can think of history. That's the thing about history. You can think it all up. Back to Nipsey though. Yeah. That's that's another reason why I like him because you can dig up shit. No, you can be sure when Nipsey's done wrong and he will own up to it straight away. But he's it? been consistent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like anyone has come out of left field and spoken bad about him. Or nah, anything. I mean, of course Nipsey said a few suspect things before, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he owned up to it, he admitted it. Like, mm. for me, as long as you admit you're wrong, I mean, depending on the severity of it, mm. fair enough. But, you know, Nipsey didn't shy, but he doesn't shy away from any of the wrong mm. He's always apologised about it. Cause, but, yeah, again, we live in a pick-and-choose society, favouritism, a fake outrage, what, what I want as opposed to what I need. That's why, for me, I don't care about anyone's cancelling, I don't care about this culture stuff, I don't care about any of that. We're not consistent as a people, as a society. So why am I going to care about this or that? I'm going to do it if I want to, not yeah. because someone else influenced me. And besides, I'm not someone that can be influenced anyway, stupidly. So, as you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not someone that can be, that can be influenced by, by, by others. I'm not a follower, I'm not sheep. So. No, I feel you. I feel you. I'll still listen to whoever the hell I want to listen to. <laughs> so, who are you listening to now? Nipsey, oh, since he's part of Nipsey, he's been Nipsey the last two weeks. I feel that, you know, the other day, like, I must have... Literally, just been Nipsey. I must have been chatting on the phone to a friend, and, like, basically, um, he was like, who are you listening to now? And I said, a lot of Nipsey. And then he must have said, typical. And I was like, what do you mean? And then he was like, I feel like loads of people are jumping on the bed. Oh, wow, you tried to to, to disrespect your credibility, yeah? (laughs) Try to question your your loyalty, Carol. (laughs) No, but when I broke it down for him, he knew it wasn't that. But then, anyway, it got me thinking that a lot of people are allegedly jumping on the bandwagon. I mean, yeah. And probably. I was just, yeah, I just wanted to put to you, what do you think about Probably, yeah, but that's, for me, it's good. Nipsey wagonism. owned all of his masters. I understand, this man was self-made, he independent. So if you bandwagon on Nipsey, yeah. please stream his music, because if you stream it, all of the money goes to his family. So yeah. for me, it's great that you're bandwagoning on Nipsey. I mean, yeah, I've seen a few stupid comments, but like people saying, oh, when Game, because you know Game's been showing a lot of love to Nipsey, because he loved him. People are like, oh, Game only knew Nipsey this year. If you got, They've had tracks on Bullets and got no names. Do you know how long? Yeah. Nipsey, Game was the first person that took Nipsey on tour when he was young. He took Nipsey on tour around. He was the first person. I would say Game put Nipsey on. Game actually put Nipsey on, he co-signed him. So, you can't talk about their, their what relationship. What do you think about, so going back to the whole like Kodak Black comments, a lot of people were getting onto the game because he called out Kodak Black about yeah, it. Yeah. And people were basically saying, who are well, you, you to be saying this when not too long ago you was making this Again, it's favouritism. Nipsey's dead. At least Kim's about alive. Kim. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying his comments are right. But let's look at the real difference. Nipsey's dead. <laughs> Kim's alive. Okay, fair. It makes more. It's more impactful when someone's dead than when they're alive. Yeah. So I'm saying it touches a lot harder. Mm. So why? Yeah, he did do that. It's, I'm sorry. That's not really on the same scale of Nipsey being dead and mm. him doing that. Especially when Nipsey was a lot more impactful to more people's lives than I'm sure Kim Kardashian was. Is. No, I feel you. So you know, it's a lot differently when someone dies and someone you realize someone's impact and legacy. It's a lot. Things become a lot different. Your perspective changes. That's why hindsight is a beautiful thing. You can really then see and appreciate what that person represented what they stood for what they meant because again I'm sure if it's someone else that game may have not somewhat known had, had died do you think you'll be caring at this? do you think I'm going to have said anything? do you think like because one thing I was thinking to myself was yeah I really did care for Nipsey don't get me wrong most of his interviews I've watched all his albums I've listened to my only regret I would say in terms of Nipsey is that I never saw him live yeah and I remember he came he to came London to England, like yeah. 
I remember he came to London 2015, yeah. early, early 2015, yeah. and I wanted to go. We were, we were supposed, remember that day we went to um, the show that, you, the group you used to be a part of, they performed. Oh, we went to a few things, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was the night he was performing. Yeah. He was talking about it as well, 2015. We were actually saying, oh, stupid, can we use the Nipsey tickets or something? Oh, we were talking yeah, about it, yeah, we never yeah, went. Yeah. I think tickets were gone, but we were talking about it that night. Yeah, yeah, I know. I yeah, mean, and um, I remember after that thinking, ah. Oh. Yeah, and then obviously he was going to perform at the Ends Festival in Craven this year. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about getting tickets. Like, I would have literally gone, just, just the Nipsey set Because I'm left. not trying to yeah. chill. I'm not trying to chill. I was not trying <laughs> no, to chill. No, 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 I would have no, gone, no, no. Nipsey set. Once Nipsey set was yeah. done, I'm going home. That was yeah, it. Really, I would have gone straight away. Really, like, I, I was, Me and Josh were talking about getting tickets for Nipsey set. I would have paid that money. No and it's mad, like, seeing the poster afters and you see his name booked for the bill. Like, it's just Yeah, crazy. they're going to keep you set there in his honour, though. Is it? Yeah, they're going to keep you set. To be honest, though, like, I'm sure that there were enough people with vibes to it because a lot of people effed with him. A lot of people loved him. He was loved. I didn't even know he was that loved around the world. Yeah. 40 million people tuned in. And it's mad. What I think I I like as well, sorry, is that even like UK rappers are like, wow, you you inspired me. You inspired a lot of people. Yeah. Like, you you make that drop top music. Yeah. You make that drop top wave music. And then he'd. He, then he just give you that realness. Yeah. Then he just give you crud as well. Yeah. Then he you crud. Then he talk about gas. He give you that gas music. Come yeah. this. He literally balanced it so well. Yeah. Made you. He hit every emotion at the right yeah. time. He hit every single and emotion. And he never changed. That's never, one thing never I never thought he was always. Well. He was always himself. And he somehow still, he got a Grammy nomination. Still like being in a being a crip. Like <laughs> like Snoop Dogg said, he got a letter from Barack Obama. When does a crip get a letter from the oh, president? Oh yeah. It's true, like, what I loved about him was he was rising, he was signing to Jay-Z's label, he was at all these big oh, yeah. parties, everyone around with all these millionaires, but he was still a gangster, like, he was still Nipsey. Still he was still catching on Slauson the next day, Slauson Crenshaw, you still see him on the hood on the block the next day. Oh, yeah. He was himself, and that's what people love. People can always relate to a story, authenticity, mm. that's the most powerful thing. Like, marketing will tell you that all the time, authenticity is everything. Nipsey, he exuded it. That's why he was a marketing genius. And it's mad, you know, like, even now when I go on Insta, I think to myself, wow, he's literally met, like, every celebrity. Think of, look how many celebrities all posted a picture of him. Every, every major black celebrity pretty much posted a picture of Nipsey. With? Or with him, or a picture of him. Yeah, but with most was with. But most was with him. It's mad. That's how loved he was. It's mad. And even when I see videos like that rapping with video, it was so dope, because you can see all those dons loved him in that video. Every, like, there was a bunch of guys but they loved him so what i wanted to ask you is like what role do you think social media has played in this because uh, you and i have obviously both spoken about yeah. how we felt felt towards this you know, as how if we knew about, him. you know how i feel about social media in general so yeah. it's a it's a it's a demon machine have you seen that movie r.i.p.d no. the, the, oh, it's basically just uh two dead officers who tried to stop a, a, a tool called jericho from bringing back the dead like a death machine kind of thing that, that's what they were making that's what they had to stop right from happening right. social media for me is nothing more than a death machine right. it's nothing more it causes a lot more harm than good it causes a lot more mental trauma than good yeah. and it can really destroy your ego or it can destroy your own kind of self being because we attach ourselves so much to technology and what people's thoughts are so if you had any kind of anxiety or any kind of mental, mental distress Social media just amplifies it even more. And how would you link that to Nixie's passing? It was perfect. it was shocking. Like for one, you showed the, the man's body. No yeah. respect. You show his body, on man. Yeah. You show his body. Then you have people making stupid videos, stupid comments. They don't know about things. And yeah. people's emotions are already tense at this yeah. point. So when you start seeing people talking rubbish or taking the piss, it just makes you feel even worse. So yeah. 
for me, social media doesn't play parts in good moments. I really feel it should only be used to announce things, social yeah. media. It shouldn't be used for day-to-day life, but that's just my opinion. But that's, I, I hear that, and I guess that comes down to individual choice. Yeah, that's just individual but choice. But I agree with you in a sense of social media is a place where obviously information is concentrated. Yeah, yeah, Concentrated yeah. even more so dependent on your likes, on your, life, your following yeah. and so on and so forth. So when I've been on social media, even up until now, even though it's calmed down a piece, it was literally Nipsey Central. Yeah. So I think, see, so I think it, that does play a role in the sense of if that's all you're seeing, then it just makes you feel closer. Social to media it. is nothing more than a god. Think of it, it's like, it's like a god. See, see that profile is god, the followers is the disciples, and the comments is the commandments. And people are there, and commandments make you feel. Remember, the only reason why we're here doing the things we do now and why we have some moral sanity is because of commandments. Thou shalt not do this, thou shalt not do that. See a tweet as a commandment because it, it invokes a feeling in you. It's nothing more than that. You see the power of social media as well. Mm. The power on a feeble mind mm. could do a lot of damage. Mm. You know, social media had these that guy growing up in New Zealand killing up people and then recording it all like it was Call of Duty. That was mad. You see what I'm saying? They had it recording Nipsey. But I would argue, would you argue that that was social media or would you argue that the person already has like a predisposition? Why would he record it? But majority of people that are using social media aren't doing those Majority are not, no, but then who, how many views it got? People, like I said, as humans, we have got a dark side of us that someone that likes to entice it, we still consume it. We can easily say no, but we like we're enticed yeah. by it. You know, that's the dark side of being yeah. a human being. We're so enticed by things we shouldn't be seeing, yeah. things we shouldn't be knowing. It's that curiosity in us yeah. that can either kill us or make us. And that's so probably why it feeds on human nature. I'm saying to you, social media, exactly, well. social media feeds on human nature. Yeah, that video was disgusting of that guy killing those people in New Zealand. They got like 45 million views, 45 million. So you can't tell us that we humans don't have this darkness about us that social media doesn't just bring out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, rest in peace, Nick, man. But yeah, that's just part of my problem with all of it. And don't forget, I studied social media. I studied it um, in my university year. So I've seen the ins and the outs, the, the, the psychological, emotional, yeah, the psychological more, lawful steps of I do think media. social media is somewhat like a drug, though. And then there it's has a, been like some tests to say that it releases it some kind of sort of yeah. Definitely. chemical in your body that's why I avoid it that's, why that's I associated with some sort of like addictive yeah that's why I stay away from it yeah I try my best to stay away yeah, it's not it's actually not good for you I don't media. think it's conducive towards like a sound mind no, like no, overuse of it anyway no it doesn't at all and you know banking off sorry following from that topic about it it's just it's sad because now you know it gives anyone the right to say anything yeah. it, give, it makes anybody famous yeah. It just takes away from what what we what should is. be doing as humans and what is right. Yeah, so that's my problems with it. And how they portray the I love how on one side you know you have a half where they portray Nipsey in such a positive light. You see all the love yeah. Nipsey's getting. Another half is like the disgusting crap that just comes out of it. It's like, oh, yeah, there was a newsreader who was laughing Lauren at his Ingram. passing or something. Yeah, Lauren yeah, she's a convicted thief herself. Right? What? Yeah, she's a convicted thief herself. You know, game don't around when he does his research. And I just Terry don't understand she, how a man's passing can be funny. His name was my, my lifestyle. And when I visualise success, it looked like right now. now. Was once grey skies, is now white clouds. And I did with the ones y'all <laughs> said was not the right crowd. Follow my steps. Can you see what I'm about? All I right, keep my money coming yes. in and never going out. From Chuck Taylor's on All the right, pavement cool. with the blamers out. I hope you then guys are enjoying this. Out the streets with no talent scout. Oh, I'm done.
<laughs> but yeah, nah, it's just I'm sorry, I had to get that bit in there, innit? Yeah, nah, it's just it's just now nah, so what next? Who's next? So Kara, can you think of anyone next that could carry that man on? Nah. And it, nobody. Nah. Nobody. I, mean, I think it would be like another twenty years from now. Yeah, if it's because it's believed that he was once in a generational type talent, right? So if that's the case, then the next Nipsey Arsenal is probably five years old right now. Yeah. Five, six years old right it now. Might be cross. Might be cross. <laughs> Could be he or she or he or she. But um, the next yeah, the next Nipsey could be yeah five years old right Yeah, because I think the last person they're we comparing get, we, it to every generation gets there. someone gets a profit. Every yeah. generation gets God gives everyone a profit. Every generation a profit. Someone that inspires and motivates and innovates. Michael Jackson, Beyonce, Tupac, Nipsey, Biggie. Like, or could you argue that they're martyrs? Um. Uh. Ooh, that's a bit hard because I have heard the debate that he was assassinated. Mm. I mean... Because you can't rule out anything at this point. I guess he would be, like, a martyr, like, posthumously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess every martyr is in it. Like, every you have to is, die yeah. in it. They inspire or spark a change. I guess so, then. But yeah. he didn't intentionally die. No, of course not, no. But then one could argue that he did, in it? Because those are always his values and morals, innit? Yeah. I mean, regardless, he died great. And that's what we've got to remember. The guy died great. He died. He died a phenomenal man. Yeah. He left the world in a much better, like in do a better think, place. Do you think we tarnish over the, the gangbanging lifestyle? There? I mean, if we if if you know of it, if you've been around it, you're gonna always have respect. Not respect, but you're always gonna acknowledge it or be aware of it because it's what you know. Like even to this day, me as as moral as I try to be and I go on, I'm not gonna judge a drug dealer for who they are, what they're doing. It's not easy out here in these streets. People go eat. You got to survive. Yeah, but at the same time, you're kind of feeding people's addictions. I get that. No, it's wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's wrong. But I'm not going to tell you stop doing it because yeah, this and that. I'm not going to tell you that because I know what it's like to be that struggle, to struggle at that, that point. I mean, I wouldn't turn to drugs but we, it's all good and well telling people but are they going to do it? No, probably not. Who knows? Yeah. You've got to show people a way. And that's what I love about Lipsy even more. He gave people away. Not only did he tell them it was wrong, he showed, he put you on. He gave you away. Think about all the... And remember, most of the people that worked in these businesses were all convicted felons. Yeah, and most that was actually amazing. Exactly. So he, he showed... That's what I love about him. He showed people where he didn't just tell and you. And he created you bridges for people Create bridges, well. create you jobs, yeah. create opportunities. I really do hope that that, that, that mentality does Stick. feed. Like, you know... I learned so much about community work, community building through Nipsey. Yeah, you, you know the community stuff I do. You know yeah. the events I've got going on, the workspace, the football camps yeah. I'm doing... I learned a lot of it, the power of building people. Like, I read a very interesting tweet someone said today. Uber has made your spare room available to pay, right? Um, on, so these big businesses, they're successful because they utilise um, assets. They, they utilise some assets, that obsolete assets that you might have not used. So thanks to, sorry, Airbnb, yeah. your room, your spare room, you can make money for yeah, it. Yeah, thanks yeah. to Uber, you can make money from your car. Yeah. The most underutilised asset, people. Oh. Yeah, so it was a very interesting tweet I actually read from oh, that. And yeah. I thought, wow, it's true. Train people, build people. That's how you build empires. Yeah. That's how you build. Give legion. people a skill set. Give people a skill set. That's how you about. build legacy. And Nipsey yeah. knew that. He was ahead of the game. That's Genghis Khan. That's that's Sun Tzu type military type thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Nipsey was. And I learned so much about my own how to run my own business or the vision I had because of Nipsey's teachings. Yeah. That's how pivotal the guy was to me as well. So. So the impact was major. The impact was huge on me, man. Like Nipsey's music really like I'm not even trying to, I'm not one of those people that gets gassed by people, but there's only two people on earth whose music really gassed me. You know who both of them are, Carol. Can you do can you do it on this? Nipsey. Yeah. It's between Rose or Pusha T. No, Rose. 
Oh, push his door, push my guy. I said, Renzi first. Yeah, he did say, Big Ross and Lipsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those, two, those two pushed. Like, the only two people that gassed me to the corner, they did. And I thank him for that. And so, you know, for God loved the world. <laughs> for God loved the world. For God so loved the for world. For God so loved the world. Okay, you did. Go for, for God so loved the world. Gave us a good crip. Rest in peace. The late great neighborhood nip. And <laughs> um, with that, Kara, I mean, any final thoughts, anything like that? If you want to say, I can't even lie. To be honest, one thing that I wanted to get into proper quick things was that I love that he was about black love as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing and he better rips than that. that. And like Snoop Dogg said, you know, every real black man needs a real black woman. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean, every time I'm out in the street, my girl. I just see them together, I just think, wow, that's Did you excellence. think that was a controversial statement? No, not at all. What's, no. wrong, what's wrong in that? There's nothing wrong, but... You know you know why we say, we don't say to put down or degrade anyone else, we're not saying for racial reasons, it's to empower not to motivate ourselves, push ourselves. For me, I know I couldn't survive this world without black women, so... Fair. And I like to think I'm a real black man, so... Okay. How can I not be any real real without a black woman by say myself? Say no more. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's my take on that. I hear that. I hear that. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning what, what in. What a fitting song to end this on as well. Yeah. What a fitting song to end it on. But yeah, thanks guys for having us. Really appreciate that. As usual, um, it's been great. Yeah. So, you know, I guess with all of that being said, everything being done, um, if you guys have any kind of questions or anything you want to hear next, in our next uh, podcast, just give us a shout and let us know. You have our details. Yes. So, is there anything else from you, Carol? Love, peace, blessings. Yeah, Obviously, all... we'll catch you soon. Yeah, all of that, all of that. We hope you've enjoyed this episode, even the non Nipsey fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I we stream his music. Tidal. Spotify. I stream his music. All platforms. Make, just get him some money. All, all major platforms. Yeah. In a bit. Peace. Later.